0: Hello, uh, my name is Troco, and um, I'm a mother and a grandmother part of this church. And today, I'm just going to share with you uh, what I consider generational faith. Um, I think it was Paula who asked me Paul, Paula <laughs> who asked me um, if I would do this. And I'd like us to just start with prayer. Our Father in Heaven, thank you for this beautiful day that we have. Thank you for calling us to be your children. I pray, Lord, that as we spend this time here now in your Word, will you speak to us and will you give us the power and the authority to develop As we follow you. Help us to grow in Jesus name. Amen. Now our God is a covenant God and he makes everlasting promises from that will last from generations to generations. So today we're just going to look at uh, a particular situation where we're talking about generational faith it says in the scriptures that God is the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob he's a covenant God making covenant from one generation to another somebody once said that God has no grandchildren But his love and his faithfulness would go from one generation to another. It endures to a thousand generations to those who love him. So what does God has no grandchildren mean? It means each person has the ability and the potential to become a child of God. We are all called children of God, not grandchildren. We all can develop our own faith and our own trust in God. There is no automatic transmission or transference of faith. Whether your parents are Christians or your grandparents or your relatives does not automatically make you a Christian or a person of faith. There is no birthright per se. But because we have a covenant God, there is great possibility of us becoming Christians, because we have a relative or a grandmother or grandfather who is a Christian. In Paul's second letter sent to Timothy, chapter 1 and verse 5, Paul the Apostle Was writing to Timothy and he mentioned about Timothy's faith but he mentioned the names of two very significant women in Timothy's life his mother Eunice and his grandmother Lois he commented about their faith and commended them for having strong faith and passing it on to Timothy the fact that he had passed the faith to Timothy as a young child and nurtured that faith as a thought taught him by the life and practice they lived this helped Timothy become the man he was. What a tribute to these women followers of Jesus. They were Jews who had become believers. Some people think when Paul was on his first missionary journey, went to Lystra, these people became believers. We don't know for sure. But we know that Timothy's father was Greek. Whether he was a Christian or not, we don't know either. I think he may have been one. But he was married to this Jewish woman, Eunice. So in Jewish tradition, The son or the child of a Jewish woman is considered a Jew. But Timothy, though his father was Greek, became a believer and he was influenced by his mother and his grandmother faith. He was also highly regarded by the church leaders in Lystra and this is why they recommended him to Paul to accompany him on his second missionary journey. What a testimony to these Christian women, bringing their son up and their grandson to follow Jesus and serve the church. Timothy became a missionary with Paul. He also became a leader in the church in Corinth and in Lystra. We as mothers and grandmothers have the privilege of bringing up our children to fear God and to love Him. We are vital in sharing our faith with these children and grandchildren. In Proverbs 22 and verse 6, it says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old or she is old, he will not depart from it. What does that mean? It means we can teach our children line upon line and they pick up, they learn what they live. There's a story of the Wesley brothers, John and Charles Wesley, stalwarts of the faith. John was the founder of Methodism and Charles was a great musician and he wrote many of the hymns we have today. Their mother, Susanna, was a woman of faith, and the story goes that Susanna had, I think, 13 children. I think three or four of them died prematurely, but nine children she brought up, and she taught them herself. In fact, they used to say that Susanna um, used to have Sunday school, which almost became like a church in her home, And people started to go to her sunday school because she was teaching the scriptures to the children as opposed to going to the local church so she influenced her children and they became leaders of the church and today methodism is still around and the hymns of charles wesley we often sing so what do we learn from this well we can be used by god to lead our children and grandchildren into faith. And we see even in our church today, there are many families who, the grandmother, the mother, and they're passing on their faith to their children. And we've got grandchildren and children who are leading our church even now because of the faithful teachings of their mothers and grandmothers. The scripture talks about teaching line upon line, line upon line. We also must live our faith before our children. We mustn't leave it to others to do. We mustn't leave it to the Sunday school teachers or even to the pastors. It is our responsibility. But we must be diligent, praying for them daily and by name. bringing them to experience worship and bringing them to experience the Jesus whom we serve. Who knows what God has in mind for our children or our grandchildren, but we are part of God's plan for them. The fact that they're born in our family means God has them in His sight. So daily praying, teaching, loving, Sharing our cho- with our children what we learn from God will lead them to develop their own faith. People practice what they live, and they live what they practice. We just call to be faithful. God will help us. Moms and grandmothers, your prayers and your lives will speak to your children. The scripture tells us again that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Everything we do must be intentional for God, God helping us. So what can we do? What can we reflect on what we'll say today? Well, I want to suggest that we build ourselves up in our most holy faith. And when we build up, we will be able to lead our children to develop their own faith. We must share what we learn as we grow. We must pray diligently for our children and grandchildren by name, bringing requests, the needs before God, but also that God will make himself known to them. I like this one that says we should circle our children in prayer. Circle anything that we have to contend with. We circle it in prayer. We can become circle makers. Remember that our examples speak louder than our words. So living our faith day by day will encourage our children too and our grandchildren to develop in faith, let us pray. And so Lord, we thank you that you want us to bring our children to you and our grandchildren. So help us to teach them, line upon line, help us to demonstrate to them the faith that we have, so they too will develop faith. Help us to be patient with them, but most especially Father. Help us to be loving, sharing the love of Jesus in everything we do and see. May our homes be filled with the joy of the Lord. May our homes be filled with the Word of God so that the children for the next generations will share our faith too. In Jesus' name, amen.